Welcome to Wow, You're Living the Life with me, Jody Lynn Smith, and today I'm so happy to have Sandy Morgel, President of Development Systems International. How are you, Sandy? I'm doing fine. Thank you, Jody. Oh, good. How'd you like how my voice just raised up like that? <laughs> I love it. You got that radio voice. <laughs> well, I'm excited that you're here, you know, I, and I know that all of our listeners are going to be excited, too. You know, if you don't know Sandy, uh, you, you, you're missing a, a dynamic experience. I know she speaks all over the country, and maybe you, you have seen her, and, and she's certainly a, a, a local now. Sandy has raised $40 million for all kinds of great efforts, great causes, and uh, she's president of Development Systems International now, but so much experience helping others, in, uh, both as an employee and as a partner in different firms. And she's joining us here today to, to talk about some of her passions uh, for giving and, and living. And wow, Sandy, you are living the life, aren't you? I'm loving it. Oh, it's <laughs> so great. So, you know, I'd just love to just sort of uh, start out by just having you tell us a, a little bit about what you are so passionate about. Well, you know, I've been involved with fundraising for the past 23 years, so I've had a chance to work with some great organizations, first on staff as director of development and eventually executive director, and then as consultants. But I've been able to work with some of the greatest people in the world who have uh, who are really passionate, volunteer, volunteer leadership on those mm. organization boards um, and uh, on the committees that make up the fundraising efforts of those organizations. And they have been people who have been passionate about their communities and making them better. Wow. So I have felt so fortunate that I've been able to be inspired by people, everyday people who are really making a difference in our communities every day. And so um, that's what inspires me every day to be able to do what I do. But in particular, I am very passionate about women's philanthropies and things that are happening on the front in women's philanthropy. Oh, that's so great. Gosh. Uh, I know that you are you are you live your passion and, and, and you practice what you preach. There, there's there's no doubt a, a about that. And just seeing the, the enthusiasm here, you know, I, I get the benefit of of having uh, Sandy right here in the studio. But I know you'll feel her her enthusiasm as we we keep talking about some of her her great causes. Uh, you know, I'd like to talk about some of those big picture causes, and then we're gonna we're gonna touch on that local in a, in a little while. And and that I think uh, you know some of your causes might have been uh, what the March of Dimes. Is that one of the ones that you you've worked with in the past? Yep, absolutely. I started out um, a long, long time ago as a volunteer for the March of Dimes. So I was involved with the local Walk America. I happened to live in Ohio at the time. Um, was even involved with the March of Dimes when I took my first professional position as a, as the marketing director of the Huntington Mall in Huntington, West Virginia. Wow. Eventually found my way back to Ohio and uh, the executive director of the of the um, uh, March of Dimes chapter in Cleveland actually recruited me to come to work for him and uh, and I did and it was the best thing that I could have ever have done it really brought together um, all the skills and the and the passion that I had about um, raising funds for good causes and that particular one was healthier babies what could mm. be more important in a community oh. than healthier babies absolutely gosh I mean they're, they're obviously our future and and they're they're just part of uh, of who we are, and, and I, I know I'm so proud of my son. And he's an 18 year old baby. He doesn't Aww. like to be called a baby anymore, but he's <laughs> <laughs> still mama's baby, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, one of the things that that I also noticed is that that uh, talking about babies, you know, a, a lot of young babies are are now being diagnosed uh, so much um, earlier with uh, cystic fibrosis, and I, and I see that you've been a a really big uh, uh, supporter of that in the past, and mm-hmm. and and I and I, I know through my own family, I have a nephew who's uh, touched, unfortunately, by that um, mm-hmm. that, that heart wrenching situation. Mm-hmm. What, what have you done for that? Well, I was uh, the executive director of the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation in Central Ohio, um, mm-hmm. so I um, got a chance to work with some great volunteer leadership there to raise some major dollars to help advocate for um, CF um, medical funding, research funding. Um, there are some great strides that are being made in that line. Um, and we, you know, it, it, all the science that's being done, whether it be for cancer or heart disease or, or cystic fibrosis or any of the other diabetes, any of the other um, diseases out there, there's so much need um, because one feeds off of another. Mm-hmm. When, when breakthroughs happen in, say, you know, cancer research, it's going to benefit the other, the other um, uh, medical issues that, are, that p- 
people are trying to find cures for. So these scientists are learning from each other. So more money that can be put into research is going to result in eventually a world without those major diseases. And can you imagine that? Oh, gosh. That would be wonderful. I I would love to imagine a situation where where we didn't have to say um, goodbye to people too early and Mm -hmm. and where um, people could live passionate and and, and fulfilling lives, Uh, you know, as as children, as adults. That would be so great. And I love what you're doing, Sandy. That's great. Mm You know, I, I noticed you do a lot, of, you know, about health and, and, and a lot about, you know, just quality of life kinds of sort of fundraising. Is that part of your passion or is that where the greatest need is? I mean, how did you end up there? Well, early in my career, I did focus a lot on health and um, there were just opportunities that were presented to me and I, and I used the skills that I had and leveraging and the, uh, and the ability to keep lots of balls in the air to be able to um, uh, forward those causes. But actually, as my uh, career evolved, I actually got involved more with social issues, um, um, community-based um, um, nonprofits, so um, things like the, the food banks, um, things wow. that, that affect um, people now, things that things that are vital to any strong community, that they mm-hmm. take care of those who need help when they need help. Um, wow. it's, it's one of the measures of a good community. It sure is. And, and I, I think when they see, you know, strong spirits like yourself out there really really uh, rolling up your sleeves as opposed to uh, only sitting behind a desk. And, you know, I think that that just empowers so many people. I, I heard about uh, something, Panera Bread has a, uh, I don't remember what community, and, and uh, please callers, if you've heard about this story, uh, please do call me at 646-652-2071 or, or send a, a chat through Hear Women Talk Radio and, and fill in the gaps on this story. But, you know, Panera Bread was actually inspired by a lot of great fundraising that they saw in the community, and, and they're a very giving uh, business anyways. They have a real... Uh, strong fellowship sort of uh, leadership in the community. But what they started doing is having a, a place where people could just come and have bread and soup and and you could pay whatever you wanted. So if you were fortunate and you had enough money to, to pay for you know your meal and maybe somebody else's, then please do. Hmm. But if, if life was just hard, they said, I want you to have that community and I want you to be around other positive people. Hmm. And, and they started doing this in just little pockets around the country. And, and, and I just love hearing about these little stories and you know, however that got started, it was probably somebody like you did something flying through the, the city, uh, uh, motivating somebody in one of your great uh, pick me up talks, uh, you know, with a volunteer, and then boom, you know, a business idea is born, and I just love that. H- have you ever seen anything like that happen? Something bigger start from something small mm. that you began? You know, it happens every day around the country. There mm. are some great people who are very passionate about different issues. Um, so um, I can't uh, think of something in particular right now, but I do know that there are many, many things that are happening. Um, there, there are just great, great folks out there that really care about things, mm-hmm. and uh, when they're passionate about something. And we live in a day and age that it is easy to have a voice now. It is through the internet, through um, all the social media that we have, through through organizations like this. It's just social hear women media. talk. Hear women talk. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so there is more voice to to um, to things like that that happen. Um, in the past, it has happened. It, absolutely, America ha- has been ingenious in terms of. Um, taking um, business ideas and being able to turn it into um, good social cause um, marketing opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has been just the past 15 years, since the, really since the infiltration of the, of the Internet into our daily lives, that we've had a voice uh, like we've had in no other time in history. Um, and there's there's great things even happening um, on the national level as far as blending business with nonprofit. It used to be that you know you have government, you have the private sector, and you have and you have um, charity, which we call the third sector. Right. Um, yeah. So that um, actually the IRS is actually blending. They're creating a new um, form of business um, that is blending private industry and charity together. So there's going to be some new um, new charitable laws that are going to be created because of things like mm. like what you just described. Because wow. there are so much, there's so many great things that could happen. It could be a business model, but with a social cause um, wow. as as the outcome. So there's there are ways of being able to do that easier um, through some new laws that are being enacted. Wow. 
Is that something like the uh, social entrepreneur type effort? You know, I, I've seen some some uh, different groups out there that are doing that, and and it's just so interesting that Absolutely. that you can take you know your passion and and your desire to do well and 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 actually put it into a viable career, either fundraising in in the nonprofit sector like you do, or or this whole new one. And let's hope the IRS is all about tax breaks for this new one. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, you're right. But no, social social entrepreneurship is something that has been flourishing. Um, it's really been the last ten years that that has been really focused. Um, there are organizations, mainline organizations. That have gotten that have dabbled into social entrepreneurialism. Whether it's um, Goodwill opening up the Goodwill shops, wow. you know what a great retail opportunity to raise funds. Um, people donate their goods and services. People come in and buy those goods and services, and those that funds that are created from that go in to train um, individuals who are um, you know who who need the support in terms of uh, volunteer uh, occupational training. Wow. So what a great model. Yeah. That is a fabulous mm-hmm. model. And, and on that note, uh, I'd like to take a, a break for uh, our commercial and, and sort of uh, uh, give a little shout out to the local business community out there. <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute at the Jody Linsmith Show. And wow, you are living the life. This is Jody Lynn Smith on the Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. And uh, we're just so happy to, to have you join us on Wow, You're Living the Life, you know, and with me, Jody Lynn Smith. And I'm so fortunate to have Sandy Morkel, President of Development Systems International, with us here today. You know, we were talking just a, a little bit uh, before the break on uh, how many fabulous things uh, somebody can do when, when they're passionate. And, and, and ordinary people uh, from Ohio, even, can be extraordinary. <laughs> and then they show up down here in uh, Myrtle Beach, Sunset Beach, where uh, Sandy is presently hailing from. San- Sandy uh, has raised $40 million for some great big causes uh, internationally and nationally, and uh, she's all about the local community, too, and, and that's what we're going to talk about in, in, in this segment of the show is some of those great local efforts. And, and Sandy, I'd just love to, you to uh, let people know about this women's fund movement that you would sharing with me uh, before we get started. Mm, okay. Yeah, I, women's funds um, have been around um, for probably the last 10, 12 years. They've been really, they've been around for a long time, but they've been really organized um, during that period of time where um, women have gotten together and realized the power of the purse, the power that women hold in being able to impact philanthropy um, in their local communities and around the world um, for the good of women and girls for our future. Um, I've been involved in as a member of uh, um, close to the founding of um, the Central Ohio Women's Fund, where I re- where I've spent the last 18 years mm. of my life, um, and uh, it has been a wonderful. It's been so incredible to see the the things that have happened through that movement. We have women from all walks of life, all ages, all colors, all creeds, all religions. Everything all sexual orientation, all everything, and coming together, um, I mean, even including high school students as well as, you know, octogenarians, all the way in, everything in between, Um, and they uh, have done some incredible things. They've now built up a fund um, that is so powerful, and and organizations apply to the fund for grants for programs that affect women and girls and affect social change for women and girls, so not just niceties to Mm. do but things that really impact social impact for women and girls to empower them to be as 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 uh, uh, strong in the community as they possibly can to be able to empower um, their futures to be able to do whatever they want to do uh, to be good citizens in this world. Oh wow, that is so fabulous! Mm-hmm. And and so you started that in in Ohio. And, and how did you start that? Was this, a, was this something you were doing on the side? Was this your, your way of giving back while you were working? I mean, how, how did this come about? <laughs> well, I didn't start it, but I was there um, from, the, from the beginning. I did not start it. It was actually a group of women who came together who really thought that this was something that they wanted to do. Um, and uh, one of them had heard of some things that had happened um, from another community that, that they were familiar with. So they, they brought some things together and, and got it started. And um, I've, I've been a member probably 
probably for the past 10 years and have been contributing um, and involved on the grants committee and things like that. Um, it has been um, just a, a great way to be, get involved. It's, it's the, the women leaders of our community that have come together as well as, like I said, all, all across the, 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 the community. Um, so I have believed in it. I believed in it from the very beginning. I see the power that, that putting um, uh, power or putting funds behind programs that are effective can do for a community. So I have had a chance to see the evolution in, in that in Columbus, Ohio, for example, as a matter of fact, our funding area was um, all the counties surrounding central Ohio too, so, so that um, metropolitan area as well as the rural areas around it, and I've seen real impact that has happened there. Since I've moved down here, um, there have been a group of women that have actually um, gotten some things started in Brunswick County. Um, they're actually modeling it after a movement in Myrtle Beach. Um, oh, you're kidding. No. Hey, go shout out to the beach. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Um, it's, a, it's a woman. It's, a, it's called Women in Leadership and Philanthropy, and Coastal Carolina University is the, is the housing authority um, that, that the women's group in Myrtle Beach is doing that under. Um, it's women getting together, um, being able to collectively contribute so that they can impact um, organizations and, uh, and programs on a, on a um, community-wide basis. I'd like to ask you a few questions about that. Uh, you know, certainly I'm, I'm very interested in, in the Brunswick counties. I have family up in Sunset Beach and in Calabash area and, uh, um, gosh, where, where we were up in Holden Beach not, not too long ago. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's real nice up there for sure. And then, of course, I live down here in Myrtle Beach. How, how do you get involved in one of these groups? Do you have to be uh, in a, an executive uh, for a nonprofit? Can you be somebody who just sees a sign when, when they're driving down the road? Can you just join in? How does it you work? You can absolutely join in. All, you, all it takes is you being someone that's concerned about your community, um, being uh, someone that wants to see future change happen, social change happen in your community. Um, and they've made it very easy for you. Um, the group that uh, that meets in Myrtle Beach meets twice a year. It is not a heavy oh, wow. so It's not uh, a know, huge commitment, commitment. Yep. and yet it's a huge impact. It's I can tell impact. by the, the, the passion that you're sharing it with. Absolutely, wow. absolutely. And the same thing with Brunswick County. There are We are just getting ready to have our second meeting. Um, we mm. had one in the spring. We're getting ready to have one in the fall. Um, we're bringing in a speaker um, that started a program um, that is um, called Lauren's Closet, and it is providing um, resources for uh, middle school age girls who might not have the funding to be able to have, um, you know, appropriate clothing, appropriate um, oh, yes. thing, things that middle school girls um, are tend to, um, that, that it's a, that they can be impacted by greatly right. if they don't have. So we're, we're providing this um, kind of under the radar screen um, to those girls who are identified by the counselors in the, in the school. And um, so that's the speaker for that program. But it's, but it's a thousand programs like that that can be done, that, that little things that can make such a difference in terms of the self-esteem of, of girls, um, in terms of being able to um, help a particular population of girls, whether it's an immigrant population or a, or a um, uh, you know, a particular um, type of, you know, especially the, the, that target age between fifth grade and eighth grade. Oh, yes. What a significant period of life that is. It's such a, such a hard time, and, and, and we're, unfortunately, it's, it, it's such a judgmental time yes. and and I, I just wish there was some way that, that, that uh, for young girls we could teach them to have have good judgment instead of uh, judging each other and, and sort of excluding each other that would just be such a a, a better life and, and uh, you know for a lot of people if we could touch them so young oh you know? absolutely I'm involved in a program um, called um, women on or uh, girls on the run uh, and ah. in the in the middle school it's called girls on track um, nice. in the elementary school it's called girls on the run and that is all about um, that it is about respecting yourself respecting others um, being able to be a good person um, having the self-esteem and self-confidence to do things and not just follow the crowd. 
Wow. And uh, we do it through the form of running, but running is just, is just the, uh, the template that we use. It really is about life lessons. Wow. So it sounds like you're, you're really touching uh, women and, and young girls at, at uh, so many different places in their life. And, and what I love about uh, what, what I'm hearing from you is that you're going where they are. You're not expecting them to come to you. And, and even in the, the local uh, fundraising efforts that you're doing in, in Brunswick County and, and uh, here in Myrtle Beach area, you're making it possible for people to, to get involved, to have an impact, to do something great, no matter where they are. If, if they're seven, we're going to do it you know, on, on the track. And, and, and if they're um, <coughs> 46, uh, <laughs> out there you know, in uh, women leadership groups and, and all, all sorts of great things like that. That's so, right. You know, I like that, so it's really neat. And, you know, I also like how uh, you're, you're letting people realize that they can make a difference, just the smallest little space and, and the Absolutely. smallest little thing. And I know you, you talked about uh, reaching young girls in, in, in school with clothes. I, I think there's a, a prom-type uh, store in the Market mm-hmm. Commons area in Myrtle Beach that does that. Yeah, Katie's Prom. Yep. Katie's Prom. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I imagine it's the same sort of thing and, and uh, yeah. you know, I, I know I bought my son a suit for prom, and that just about killed me. Oh. So I have no <laughs> idea what a what a prom dress would be if that's how much a oh, suit yeah, would be for yeah. number six. Yeah, absolutely. It's just gotten it's just gotten crazy. But yeah, there are great groups like that that have really responded to a need. You know, we've been through um, a very very difficult economic time um, these last uh, these last few years, yeah. and. Uh, and for girls to miss out on that special experience that is part of growing up, it sure is. Um, to not have funds be the barrier to that is just a great program. It's, it's a great um, opportunity for those girls to really be impacted and, and not to have to miss out on that because wow. I'll remember that always. You know, and, and talking about money, I, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, it, it, is, it is a short uh, thing for a lot of people, uh, starving writers, for example. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a lot of other people a, as well. And, and that's where, you know, women girlfriends uh, can really come together and, and help each other out, you know, in these formal sort of uh, giving groups, but, but also just as, as, as uh, neighbors or, or friends, just making a difference in someone's life by uh, a nice word or something else that you can do to, to pick up their spirit and... and uh, I know that you're all about empowering people, and, and uh, I'm glad to see that you do that also. Absolutely. I, I really believe that, that we have to stick together, that um, that it doesn't take um, a lot of money or a lot of time to be able to make a difference in someone's life. Um, just picking up the phone and calling a, an old friend or, or a neighbor down the street or um, you know, getting, um, I'm, I'm a big um, uh, social um, coordinator. Um, all my friends will tell you that. Um, so I think nothing of, you know, gathering um, on Monday nights, as a matter of fact. We mm. gather for the bachelor, bachelorette, oh, th- this per- particular time of the year. Great. But, you know, do yes. I care about that show? Not really. Um, a yeah. girlfriend of mine was on it um, oh, you're last kidding. season. Oh, you got to tell so. us about that. <laughs> um, she might be listening to this program, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. Um, but. Uh, that bachelorette, if you are listening, <laughs> we definitely. No, we want to talk to you at 646-652-2071. Come on, come on and call in, Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but this is just something that we get together on a Monday night and, um, and just have wine and, and, and watch the show, make fun of the girls, make fun <laughs> of the guys. Um, but, it's, but, it's, but it's bonding and it's, yes. it's spending time with each other and taking the time out to be able to spend it with our girlfriends because wow. they're so important and they're so important to our to our lives and and uh, we don't we should not should, we should never take advantage of uh, of those special friendships that we've developed over the years it's just a, a, such a a simple way to, to you know just sort of touch base and and, and uh, you know just just connect it, you know, I know that the founder of here women talk uh, is, is, is Kay and that's been her passion for mm-hmm. for 10 years she said you know what we've got Facebook out there we've got all these these social networking things we've got clubs we've got all this but you know can we mix that up mm-hmm. with uh, real groups and, and bring people together that maybe don't know each other but but would love to know each other if they only knew that they existed and, and uh, so that's what you can find on herewomentalk.com uh, listeners and uh, it sounds like you can also find it in, in Sandy's neighborhood on Monday night so <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a break here uh, shortly uh, on Wow You're Living the Life uh, with Jody Lynn Smith show thank you so much for joining us
You are listening to Wow, You're Living the Life. With me, Jody Lynn Smith, and, and uh, my guest, Sandy Morkel, fundraising executive extraordinaire. <laughs> $40 million bucks uh, to her, her credit as far as helping out you know, others with the, with the big numbers. And uh, she's all about living her passion locally and, and also maintaining um, her great gift of, of giving back to, to people all over the, the world and, and the country. And, and we're so happy that she's uh, popped into the studio here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wow, you are living the life, Sandy. How about that? I love it. Absolutely. You know, when people first said that uh, to me, I was like laughing at them because, you know, it's like, yeah, sure I am. <laughs> <laughs> And, but then I started realizing uh, that, that that is sort of a compliment. There, there's a lot of people that, that sort of feel, well, maybe I can't follow my passion. Uh, maybe my circumstance, you know, is such that I'm in a survival mode and I'm not really into, you know, letting my, my positive spirit come out. And, and I just want to encourage everybody that's listening here that find some joy in your day and in your life and, and maybe an inspiration and, and uh, ordinary gone extraordinaire, Sandy Morkel. <laughs> So, you know, we were talking a little bit about uh, how you would do empower people and, and uh, you know, encourage uh, volunteer efforts in, at the local level. And, and, and I love that, that you're doing that. That's so good. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I've always been a networker and um, always connected with groups. I'm a very social person, so I've um, been a member of Rotary um, for the past 18 years. And really through Rotary is really where my... Um, you know, my connections to impacting locally and globally have really been, um, it's been a conduit for me. So wow. it's been reinforcing something that was already there, but it gave me an, a, an official outlet to be able to, to do so much more. You know, it's interesting that you bring up the Rotary because uh, uh, I guess prior to meeting you, Sandy, I, I uh, met a, a good friend uh, who's part of our girlfriend group. Uh, we used to play Bunko uh, up <laughs> Bunko, in, in Maryland. I, I know, Bunko <laughs> was such a great uh, woman's kind of a, uh -huh. a gathering, and we would do it once a month. And, and, and it was like, what, I don't know, 12 women or, or more that, from all different groups. But mm -hmm. this woman was, uh, was, was Tara, and I thought... Tara, how are you in a men's group? But she was type A person, you know, but always people think that Rotary Club is just for men. I mean, that's what I grew up knowing. And she said, no, 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 you can do it here in Maryland. <laughs> and, and now I'm hearing from you that maybe it's not just a Maryland thing, that, that no. Rotary is not just for men. Is that, no, is that how it is? No, absolutely not. About, it was about 30 years ago, maybe 25 years ago, that, um, that Rotary, a su Supreme Court ruling actually in the United States said, Rotary cannot be exclusively for men, so it opened up the doors for women worldwide. Um, so in the United States, there's, there's men and women groups. Um, I was a member of the Dublin AM Rotary Club, and when that club was founded 25 years ago, in fact, we're, they're celebrating their 25th year this year, um, it was founded with half men and half women on purpose because it was Interesting. Yep, it was making a statement that, that women and men should be involved. And, and I think that women have been the best thing that, that Rotary could have done. Having, the, ha having women involved in the leadership roles of Rotary has, been an, has, has, been, has changed the dynamics of the organization, and I think it's made it much more impactful if I were to say that myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, there's no bias here at all. No, none, none whatsoever. <laughs> well, I, I would just love to uh, you know, hear a little bit more about what, what Rotary is doing and, and what it's done for your life, because, you know, it, it is such a local thing, and it's everywhere. It is. It's in every, almost every country. Um, now they're actually even starting in Saudi Arabia, which it, which it never was able to be in before. Wow. Now, th now I, I'm very curious of whether or not they would let women there. They wouldn't, they're not. They're actually oh. pockets of the world that, that still have segregated clubs, but they might have. I, I, I will not say about Saudi Arabia, but there's other um, countries. For example, I was um, uh, president of my club in 2000, and the international conference was in Buenos Aires. And in that, in that, in Buenos Aires, there was a all women club and an all male club. Mm. Um, there were also mixed clubs there, but this particular community that I visited was one was all women, and the other one was all men. So oh, okay. there still is segregation that occurs but they, out they there. But they find a way for the, the for women to give back, for men to give back yes. in, in their community, and they just make it work with the the culture. Yep, absolutely. That's right. 
That's snake. right. Wow. Yeah. yeah so, so interesting. And so, yeah. uh, so I, you know, one of the things that I that I learned last week, uh, I was so uh, happy to interview Katie Spots. And uh, she, if you're not familiar with, with Katie, she wrote uh, across the Atlantic solo, woman power, girl power. We're all about it. Girl and uh, you know, but but her thing, it wasn't about herself. It was about raising awareness and, and money for uh, safer drinking water. Mm. And uh, it's such a, a huge issue, you know, not just in drought, of course, but around the yeah, world. It and, is. Uh, and then I found out that the Rotary was one of her biggest supporters, and I was like, wow. <laughs> Absolutely. So. When Rotary gets behind something, it really, it really gets behind it. Um, and drink and safe drinking water has been one of the initiatives that have been at, the, uh, at one of the top initiatives of our international efforts for a long time. Mm. Um, another, another effort that actually has been um, going on for, goodness, at least 20 years, if not longer, is polio. You know, we eliminated polio mm. through the invention of the vaccine um, in the 1950s, but it didn't eliminate it worldwide. So, so, oh, wow. so the UN, actually, the UN decided that that was a focus that they needed to have, and they asked Rotary to be involved with that effort because they knew that Rotary was made up of businessmen and women, well, actually men at the time, yes. around the world. So it's the community leaders, um, and they were able to leverage some things um, to be able able to make things happen and since that time there have been billions of dollars raised for the elimination of, of polio billions worldwide. of dollars mm -hmm. wow in fact uh, the latest effort included um, Bill and Melinda Gates um, jumping on board to help eliminate it it's down to a handful of countries now Afghanistan being one of them right, there are right. some countries that are very, very culturally and and terrain wise very difficult to get to all the outreaches there's some cultural things about the oral vaccine mm -hmm. so there's some there's some um, uh, hard hurdles to get over but there will be a day when polio is no more in the world. Oh my gosh, and that's Th that that would be so amazing. And, and you're right, there, the power. There, there are so many um, heart heartaching sort of stories that are all mm -hmm. over the world, in our own backyard and, and internationally. Yeah. So uh, we have a caller, Kay, uh, from Myrtle Beach, as a matter of fact. Kay, Great. would you like to join in the radio show? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> are you there, okay. Kay? Hi, Jody. Hi. Hi. Sandy, awesome show. I'm really enjoying and, and feeling enlightened so much, Sandy, by what you're telling us about all of your fundraising efforts and all the different things that you've done. And, you know, um, Jody mentioned earlier about Hear Women Talk. It's about, you know, uniting all these different women um, who, and, and entertaining and, and empowering them. And there's so many great groups that all have a, uh, a special cause but, but they're all pretty much doing the same thing. It's empowering women. We've got Katie's Projects, the young girls who can't get prom dresses any other way. We've got Zonka International, if you're familiar with that, mm -hmm. her purpose is to advance the status of women worldwide. We've got your Brunswick County Philanthropy Group. Do you have any thoughts on how all of these groups could be connected together to cross-promote one another and work together hand-in-hand? Hand? I mean, it seems like everybody's so, you know, all these different little groups, how can we all work together one giant, great, big, strong group. <laughs> well, you have to remember that, that there are always going to be things that happen that start with a handful of people and that grow from there. So it's, what, it's how all those groups that you just mentioned actually started, was a handful of people coming together and then bringing more and more women uh, in board in, and involved in it. Um, whether or not they, those individual entities can work together on one focus depends on the culture of those organizations. But certainly there are ways that they all can impact one issue, um, and that is girls and women. Um, mm. So I think that, that what they're doing gives their own flavor um, to that issue, and, and it makes the quilt that much richer and, 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 and uh, um, more fuller for our community. I do think that that's um, that that all those groups there. I you know you want them to continue. You don't want to squelch their enthusiasm about what they're doing and the particular focus that they have within their own organization. Right. You want to encourage them uh, to go on. But but good point. If they if they could you know if you've got a, if you've got something that you think they they could all be involved in, I think approaching the all those groups they're all approachable. Um, and asking them for their support in something particular could be a way to bring them together on one issue. Oh, that's a, that's a great idea, okay. Sandy. I love that idea. What do you think about that, Kay? Start, start a group of, uh, you know, just maybe a giving, giving group uh, and, and have uh, all different uh, people come in. I love that idea. Can you, are, am I still on? Can you hear me? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep, can hear you, Kay. Okay. 
As a matter of fact, here in Myrtle Beach um, is a lady named Ruth Walker, and she is the past international president of Zonka International. And I'm talking to her about possibly doing a weekly show uh, called Zonka Now because they're worldwide, and you know, so I'm thinking, you know, that would be an awesome show for women around the world, donchins around the world to connect. And it just seems like, I mean, Mineral Women Talk is, because it's Internet, it's around the world. Anybody can listen in any country as long as the, the culture allows it. Uh, but they, everybody can connect and support one another. So it seems like there's going to be a way, I just want to find a way to get Zonta and, and your Brunswick Philanthropy Group and Katie's Property and all these different women's groups to involve and hear women talk to support one another and promote each other. And I'm just kind of on the air brainstorming whether you got that idea <laughs> and wondered if you had any thoughts about it. Well, I think that um, I think that Here Women Talk, um, uh, your website is actually a great way to do that because you've got the links to the different um, organizations. It's a way to engage people, um, women who want to get involved and in being able to have access to those groups. What, how can I get involved? What groups are doing what? Um, and connection, connecting. You're, a, you know, that the website is a great connector of people. Um, so I think that's one thing uh, that can be done and and continue to. Um, you know, with Jody um, continuing to, to focus on, on different initiatives that, that come up that may be of interest to people, um, especially to women. Ab absolutely. And uh, just to sort of add to that, uh, anybody who's listening, I do have a, a profile on herewomentalk.com, and you can chat with me anytime, send me a, a message. And I'm all about uh, promoting and lifting up uh, women everywhere and, uh, and, and, and just people that are, are doing good things. And uh, so if you have a particular cause or, or effort that uh, you'd want me to sort of share through my network of people on uh, Hear Women Talk, by all means, send me, send me that uh, comment on my profile and, and join my friend network. And, uh, you know, I'll join yours, and we can be all about each other. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's the beauty of social media. It, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a way to connect with people that you've never been able to do before. So we are very fortunate to live in this day and age and uh, and then being able to make the impact, not only to join people together, but then empower them to be able to do great things. Wow. And, and something that, uh, you know, I, I like what, what uh, Kay said, too, about this is that, you know, supporting each other, it, certainly we all need money, you know, especially the, 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 the fundraising efforts are, are, are so so needy and, and in terms of the supplies that they need, whether it's international for something like Haiti, as one of our guests uh, was talking about yesterday, and uh, or, or locally and in, in our backyard and that kind of a thing. There is that sort of just supporting uh, one's spirit and, and lifting you up when, when it does seem overwhelming and, and mm -hmm. kind of hard to, to keep keep moving on and that kind of thing. So it's yep. neat. You know, you're such a, a positive person, Sandy. Uh, what do you do? You must at some point in your life get overwhelmed. I mean, you've got the, the, the Brunswick Giving Group here. You're, you're, you're very involved in some of the local efforts for sure. And you, you are still uh, president and active uh, fundraising executive for, for uh, Development Systems International. So, you know, what do you do when you get overwhelmed with <laughs> your passion, so to speak? <laughs> Good question. And my husband asks me that all the time. Oh. Um, it, uh, it is, uh, you know, I, it, but it's such a core part of me that, that I can't imagine not being engaged. Um, I have had to learn to say no. Mm -hmm. I have had to learn to pull back because I have found that um, I do tend to overcommit and uh, have have in my past life and and uh, when I do that it's not fair to the organizations that I'm engaged with because I'm not able to give it my hundred percent mm. so if I were to give advice to somebody I would say to find that one or two things that you're really passionate about and wow. give the that time to them we all have time to give we don't work 24 7 we have time to give we we have families we have um, relatives we have our our work um, we have um, church we have all kinds of different things that we're engaged with but we do have time to give of ourselves uh, even outside of that um, wow. you just have to to make the time and to be able to be engaged to the level that you feel most uncomfortable most comfortable with and and like I said in the t in the day and age that we live in and through um, just the fact that we have computers with internet access mm. you can impact things around the world just by sitting in your office, bedroom, living room, wherever your computer happens to be, back deck, uh, you know, <laughs> Blackberry, wherever it is, yes. you can impact um, things. You can join with other like-minded people 
and really have an impact. But, but you do have to take the first step. And I would say that find that one or two things that you're passionate about. I would, stay, I would say start local um, because mm. there's some great organizations here. You know, the Children's Museum of South Carolina is a great organization that could use volunteers. There's, there's all kinds of, of um, grassroots organizations. Mm. There's cultural institutions, you know, Brook Green Gardens and um, Chapin Art Museum and right. all kinds of different things that people can get engaged with to tap their passion. Mm. Um, the organizations would love it because they want more people involved. Um, more people involved, even on a volunteer level, means uh, that there's more advocates out there in the community advocating on their behalf. Well, that's a, a really good point because when, when, you're, when you're giving of yourself and you're giving of your time and, and, and certainly um, uh, sharing some of your, your, your funds and, and whatnot that uh, maybe a little bit of the grocery money uh, finds its way into mm -hmm. something that you care about and it, it does make a huge difference. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, all kinds of ways that you can make a difference uh, locally and, and uh, maybe Sandy and I will talk a little bit about uh, some of our, our local efforts together. And, and of course, we'd love to um, hear from you callers at 646-652-2071 and, and tell us, you know, if you have any ideas uh, for Kay on and how uh, all those different groups can come together and really support each other. We'd love to, love to know about that on Hear Women Talk Radio. Thank you. You're listening to Wow, You're Living the Life with me, Jody, and my guest today is Sandy Morkel. Uh, she is president of Development Systems International, certified fundraising executive, and uh, you know, a, a local girl from Ohio who's uh, made uh, Sunset Beach in North Carolina her home these days, and and uh, still managing to to do her passion of of giving back and raising money all all over. Uh, the, the country, and uh, even involved in some worldwide nice initiatives. Well, welcome back, Sandy. Glad thank, to have you. Thank you, Jody. It's good to be here. You know, I I love being around another positive uh, spirit who's who is just living the life and and, and finding that passion. It's so great. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you. you just touched uh, very briefly on uh, some local things, and and, and you mentioned uh, that the Children's Museum is a Children's Museum of South Carolina. Yep. Or? Children's Museum of South Carolina in Myrtle Beach, and of wow. course, there's children's museums in almost every major. Um, metropolitan area so there's a children's museum where you're where you're listening <laughs> <laughs> well and and there was what uh, you know at once upon a time I was a Navy wife and uh, stationed up at Brunswick Naval Air Station in Maine and and I did fundraising for uh, Children's Museum of Maine uh, when we were stationed there and uh, gosh you know you want to talk about people that just loved uh, doing getting getting together and, and and talking about their cause and what was local and special about about Maine and educating tourists and and as, as well as uh, people there and what wh what's the big focus here in uh, South Carolina oh there's some great things that the Children's Museum is doing here they just finished a family festival in May um, but but the but the great uh, new uh, fundraising uh, focus that they just introduced was called Girlfriends Giggle it was this past oh. spring <laughs> it I'm was there. it was great and they're going to bring it back next spring, so definitely uh, look for it. I have it to was wait till so next much spring. fun. I know. Oh, <laughs> we'll get uh, we'll get the dates to you, but um, but no, it was it was women coming together. Chinzia Spa uh, was a great supporter of it, and it was really bringing uh, it, it just just like bringing girlfriends together. And I coordinated a group from Brunswick County. There was ten of us that came down. Oh, we even fabulous. rented a little condo, so we didn't have to drive back. We oh, stayed there. Oh, smart, good thinking. It was a yes. whole you know whole weekend little thing, and oh, um, but it was. Fun. We got all kinds of spa services. It was, you know, the big outdoor hot tub and drinks all night, and um, it was a great way to support the Children's Museum um, mm -hmm. and and reconnect with girlfriends at the same time. So it was a wonderful, um, very creative um, venue that they did um, for that fundraising event. And, I, and I'm oh, really that, glad that they're bringing it back. You know, that's so fabulous. They they, they made giving fun, and and uh, certainly we, we gave on the intangibles and and, and the tangible stuff and. and and, uh, you know, shout out to the Children's Museum of South Carolina here in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> uh, if you've got any other great events, by all means, uh, send them my way, and I'd be more than happy to, to share what, what you're doing out there for, um, for people uh, to connect them and also share what you're doing. That's so, that's so great. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that, that, I, that I really like about it is that, you know, we, we're talking about giving, giving money and, and, and sort of um, it's, it's sort of a hard thing to do now. You know, and, and it seems like there's a, a cause everywhere. You know, gosh, we, we, we talked a little bit about Haiti, even even the, the giving 
that's uh, surrounding that latest tragedy there is is certainly uh, something that a lot of organizations are doing. There's floods out in the Midwest. There's tornadoes. There's there's hardships in our community. And how do you sort of decide if you're just somebody that wants to give back? You know, where am I going to give my money or where am I going to give my time? Is, is there some way that I can sort of sort it all out? Well, you know, I think that people um, tend to tend to operate on a um, scarcity model um, that they think that if I give this $20 here that I don't have that $20 to give somewhere else. And actually, I believe, I, I choose to believe in an abundance model mm. that, um, that the philosophy of where I give um, uh, is not... Um, that there can be impact made through that organization, but it doesn't mean that that limits my giving to other things. I do have to choose. I'm not. I'm not um, uh, wealthy beyond all measure. Right, right, um, of course. I do have to choose what I give to, but um, I don't want uh, to limit myself in thinking that because I gave to my favorite causes, and all of a sudden there is a major disaster that that really touches me, that I can't give to that too. I can give up. A Starbucks coffee. I can give up a lot of other things that yes. we choose, that we choose to to surround our, our in our lives um, that aren't necessities. Um, mm. And so it's not just a matter of taking away from the philanthropy pot that you've set aside to say I can't give to that because I've already given to these other things. There are other the, there are other ways to, to make an impact and and, um, and and sacrifices that can be made for the greater good. Um, but but still, uh, you know, giving makes you feel good. And yes. uh, if you can leverage and you can encourage others to give, it even leverages those dollars even more. Um, there will, you know, I, I always want to be available to respond to things that, that touch my heart wow. and uh, to make that impact on, on our community. And um, so I, I choose to be able to, to do that. Wow. Now, I, I do think that's what it's, it's all about when, you, when you're living the life, and, it, and it, it is about living the life that you choose and living a life of, of passion and, and, and joy and, and that sort of thing. And, you know, if, if I could just segue for just from one of my favorite uh, Bible verses, actually touches on a woman who only had a few coins to give. And, of course, they had the kings and the, and the queens and, and God knows who else in, in that time, like dumping all kinds of cash in there, right? And, uh, and she comes up with two coins, and it's like all she had, you know, and, and, and it was a, a story that touched a, a lot of people and, and, and certainly um, affected me, what, you know, 40 years later since I heard that story, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. The know, widow's But might. it's true. You yeah. bet. So yeah. you know what I'm talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. You heard that. It, Absolutely. It's so true. The widow's might is a great story, mm. and it's all about um, use, using the resources that you have and, and how impactful is. that is. And it reminds me of a group in, in um, Brunswick County, actually, um, yeah. it called the widow's might experience. The widow's no might experience. No. Oh, wow. They have formed a group of women. Actually, it's not just Brunswick County. Um, it's started by Clarice Holden and some other women, um, but there's some other um, uh, folks from around the country, actually, that have joined in this cause, and they are building water wells. They are up to something like 258-something water wells, uh, 300 maybe, some oh. incredible number. Talk about safe drinking yes. water. Mm. This, they're doing one well at a time throughout the, throughout the world where, where water wells are needed. Oh. And talk about, the, and that started, started with locally. one thing. started with one, one thing, and that widow's might, and being able to um, take the resources that you do have and leverage them to be uh, so much more than what you could have done individually. See, I, I think that's so true, uh, you know, and it's part of why uh, I'm so happy to, to have this opportunity to, to meet ordinary people and extraordinary people on, on uh, while you're living the life because, you know, we can just inspire each other and, and, and support each other and, uh, you know, uh, hear women do talk, that's for sure. <laughs> and we can share, share that, that sort of excitement and, and, and goodwill. So that's so cool that you, you, you sort of are in touch on, on all these things out, outside of even what you're involved in. So. Well, and, you know, because it's my field, um, I also tend to have my radar up on what's going on, so um, it's it's exciting. I, I love um, being able to hear these inspirational stories and getting to work with these volunteer leaders um, on the organizations that I both work with on a on a professional basis, but also am engaged with on a personal basis. And you know, there's some great things going on out there, and and we don't hear about it enough. Wow. Even with all the m access to media that we have, we do not hear about the good things that are going on. So, you know, if there's any way to be able to share through Facebook, through through website, through organizations through like yours, Hear Women Talk, <laughs> <laughs> about the good things that are going on, that that yes. inspires women. That inspires people. Right. 
You know, I, I was listening uh, briefly on the, on the way here to uh, um, uh, a show that was to, uh, people were talking about uh, how women, you know, get their energy. And, and it's through the receiving of love and the giving of love. And, mm. and, and uh, that's not just romantic at, at, at home, for sure, but uh, even though that's, that's certainly got to be nice, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but it, it's, it's giving of ourselves to others and, and, and uh, just showing what we can do and, and, and for each other. So, Absolutely. You know, that, that's so fabulous that you're part of it. And, and I guess you have a great support network at, at home and with your, with your girlfriend, certainly. But, but here in Sunset Beach, you want to tell us uh, a little bit about your family and uh, what brought you here? <laughs> well, we've been vacationing down here for about 10 years um, uh, actually um, started working believe it or not 12 years ago with it with the Children's Museum of South Carolina of all <laughs> look things. at this see we're networked and we're connected right. we didn't even know it so How I fabulous. helped them with their uh, initial capital campaign that they were doing at the time and it brought me down here um, uh, a lot and uh, I was down here about every two weeks um, for two years in the late 90s and uh, we we fell in love with Sunset Beach ended up buying a little it's vacation beautiful place out there, there. Isn't it? it is absolutely gorgeous one of the best beaches in the world, let alone along the Atlantic coast. Wow. And just so, so great. So we've been vacationing here and coming here, and I've been working with nonprofits in the Carolinas and Ohio for the past 10 years, and we decided that life was too short, that we... we, can choose to live where we want to live and we chose to live in Sunset Beach so my husband and I are down here now and uh, we're both consulting so we can if as long as we have an airport and a laptop <laughs> and a cell phone we're good to go you're very good and now <laughs> pretty soon you're going to have a new big bridge which I don't know has its pluses and minuses <laughs> and, and I'm certainly hoping Sunset Beach is still preserved in, in all its uh, its glory and old-fashioned sort of uh, relaxation yes. uh, that's about almost about all the time that we have here on wow you're living the life and, and I'm so glad to uh, I've had the opportunity to introduce you to uh, Sandy Morkel, and, and she certainly is uh, living the life here at, at Sunset Beach, Myrtle Beach, and, and also reaching out uh, nationally, internationally to help lots of people. And uh, certainly, uh, if you want to know more about those giving circles and that kind of thing, uh, tap into my profile, and I, I bet you any, any day now we're going to see Sandy's profile on there. I, I just feel it happening <laughs> here at womentalk.com. Uh, thank you so much for uh, uh, joining us at Wow, You're Living the Life, and, and uh, don't miss some of the other exciting shows that we have here coming up. Uh, we've got Paul McTaggart uh, coming up to, uh, later today, and, and if you go to the website, you'll see who else is here. And it, it's lots of lots of great bonding opportunities. So. Is that the same Paul McTaggart, which was who was a dancer on Dancing with the Brunswick Stars? As a matter of fact, it is. Yes. So you know everybody. <laughs> oh, right. And his partner was um, Mrs. Gore, who was w- has been the leading fund fundraiser for that for that event that has raised oh my goodness over three hundred thousand dollars last year incredible stuff i did not know that Mm -hmm. wow i'm so glad that you Mm -hmm. shared that with me (laughs) we're gonna have to call paul up and and talk to him about that there you go absolutely (laughs) that's great he's he's live today folks on here women talk radio (laughs) thanks for joining us on wow you're living the life seuss radio network